0: I know it, it's a weird start, but I, I got a bottle of Diet Kelp. Yeah, I noticed. So I guess I'll be cracking on my own today. Crack on. It's really hard. <laughs> Crack on. Oh, also, well, welcome back, by the way. <laughs> From we forgot where? to say hi. Oh, hey to our people listening. <laughs> I guess that's important to engage our audience. Yeah. One of my biggest pet peeves with concerts and performers, people who don't do that. True. Um, We went to a concert the other week. Now I have to open this because I realize I can't do it one-handed. But we went to a concert the other week, and I thought there was pretty good crowd engagement. Yeah, the main. Yeah. Yeah. It was really great. Um, I did have a bone to pick. Hmm. With there the main? Were twice, yeah, there was twice, two times, when the lead singer, I forget his name, he took his John O'Callaghan water bottle that he probably drank, like, one-third or one-half of, and then, mm-hmm. like, flung it, and we're yeah. indoor, and it's December, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, I get that people in the pit might be hot, but, like... Mm-mm. Not this in is, that venue. No. And this is um also a time post-COVID like the world is not the same yeah I agree with that I only appreciate having water sprayed on me when I'm in an outdoor crowd in broad daylight and I'm hot as balls even then I don't really love it yeah I kind of want to consent to whose backwash I get on my face yeah that's fair. (laughs) also the Fillmore up in Maryland is one of the most well-regulated venues when it comes to air temperature yeah they do pretty well and more times than not I'm fucking cold like mm. I have gone to a show there before in the winter and not taken off my puffer jacket inside for sure because I'm so cold I and I was get... pretty chilly that night. Yeah, I was going to say I didn't get like sweaty or anything. I felt very comfortable standing and it was pretty crowded, but yeah. Yeah, anyway, that was just one thing where every we were far enough away where it didn't hit us, but I still was like flinching backwards like yeah. Ugh, no. I was like, I don't want this. I don't want to be wet, and I don't want to be colder. No, not at all. And it was it was raining that night already. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure people were pretty damp as it was. We were very, I know, I just was like, this is not, I don't know. You're doing a lot of crowd work. You would think you'd get a better, like, yeah. read on the crowd. You would just think that that wouldn't be it. But yeah. I don't know. I agree he did have good crowd work, though. I had recently seen Doja Cat, and she didn't. Yeah. At all. I don't, I think she addressed like DC twice, maybe. Mm-hmm. And other than that, there was like no chit chat. I feel like the only time when like crowd work really isn't a thing for like a concert, concert, not mm-hmm. like I'm going to see a wind ensemble or symphony. I was going to say an orchestra. <laughs> yeah. Um. What's the difference between an orchestra and a symphony? I think it has to do with the number of people and okay. then the types of instruments. Okay. And at one point in time, I did know it, but. That's okay. I just had a really fleeting thought about wanting to know the answer to that. Uh, uh, yeah. No, I couldn't tell you right now. Um, but I know those do factor Stupid idiot. into it. Um, yeah. But it's just, like, I think the only concerts where like crowd work really isn't needed is like an EDM type yeah. show. Yeah. I think it's nice when They're they just say like, something like, Can you but... feel the music tonight? <laughs> do you see, how are we? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, cool. What's the parody? On TikTok, it's a DJ Funky Town. There's a couple of them. There's also DJ Cummerbund. No, I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, DJ Funk. I think it's Funky Town. And he's like, Feel the music in your body head. Like, oh, he just, oh like, that the, parody. Like, yeah. Wrong translation. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I feel like that's okay, but it, like, I feel like you should take the fallout boy approach where if someone doesn't want to do or isn't comfortable with crowd work, yeah. there's somebody in the else, somebody in the else, somebody mm-hmm. in the other, yeah, you know, somebody else do it. Yeah. Like Pete. Doing yeah, all of exactly. It. It's yeah. like, they kind of split the work, but he, Pete takes on most of it, even though Patrick's sort of like their lead for many years. Yeah. Seemingly. I feel like the amount of times I've seen All Time Low, Alex and Jack are the only ones who really talk, and then Zach, who is a backup vocalist and the bassist, so also on the front of the stage, I don't know if I've ever heard him speak. (laughs) Like, once. Yeah. Which is fine. I guess it just depends. Um, Also, I do need to address one other thing besides the size of my Diet Dr. Pepper bottle. Okay. I'm not wearing any makeup today. (laughs) kind of said I just couldn't be bothered I'm this. so sorry I, put I don't, on some, don't like, apologize chapstick. to me oh sorry to our viewers I'm really sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's also not what I meant but I just no, don't care I just was like I don't know today I was like I just can't be bothered I think it's because I wore too much makeup in the past week I was like I'm really tired yeah I'm really like, tired of putting it on I yeah. feel that so and hard. I did a lot of tight lining of my like eyeliner mm. and so it just kind of hangs out there yes. for a while it's taken like days I'm, I'm like i'm getting a q-tip like in my eyeball yep. with micellar water yeah i'm like this is not good for my vision i <laughs> do that all the time because i i tight line my upper eyelid basically every time i wear makeup mm-hmm. and yeah it lingers and it's so hard to get off but i hate Waking up in the morning with remedies, like remedies, with residue of makeup. Yeah. So I'll literally go to bed and, like you said, take eight Q-tips in micellar water, basically my eyeball, until there's not a shade of and gray on it. They're red and crying. Yeah. Like, they're so irritated. And then somehow I'll still wake up in the morning and have black under my eyes. And I'm Correct. like, how? <laughs> I'm like, I washed my face. Like, I did a double cleanse. I did micellar water on top. Yeah. Like, all the skincare and everything. And I'm like... I can't win yeah, the next morning. Yeah, that's fair. It was kind of easy for me to put on makeup today for this because I was packing. Oh. And I like packing in, like, when I am, fi- like, actively doing my makeup because I can be like, hey, foundation away. hmm Eyeshadow away. I'm, and these I'm are the things that but... I use. Yeah, like, so I away. don't forget it when yeah, I go you're going home. through everything. Yeah. That's nice. It's like doing your laundry and then figuring out what clothes you want to wear, too.
1: Yeah, I also Love did that, that
0: today. Um, well, speaking of makeup, though, um... I've had a lot of TV on in the background of my life lately, Mm -hmm. um, specifically Hulu shows I was watching. Um, If anybody is interested in a new show, Living for the Dead on Hulu is a ghost hunting show with all queer LGBTQ people who are doing the ghost hunting. hunting. (laughs) And it's so funny. um, But (laughs) Your niche, like genre of tv is ghost hunting and i think it's so interesting about you yeah i don't know why i i just enjoy it um i love that for you yeah it's like i don't like scary movies that much though i'm getting better yeah but like ghost hunting to me isn't scary so i'm like oh this is fun yeah um and plus sometimes people are really dramatic because it's for all no edited. reason <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i'm like either they take a really like dry scientific approach so it's like nothing happens or it's yeah. super edited and they're like oh my god yeah. did you hear that and did I'm you like, see that dead little girl in the Mirror. yeah so like this uh living for the dead it's like queer eye but like for ghost hunting because it's like you're about... gonna say queer eye for ghosts it's basically like it's they like make less about ghost over it's less about like getting evidence of like the afterlife and more about like healing the people who have like these traumas or like these places that are like losing love or something anyway do you believe in ghosts not really okay I'd like to but I just I don't, don't know if I, I do can. yeah I really don't know. I don't care if they exist. That's how I feel. I'm not passionate about about ghosts. (laughs) I like ghost hunting, but I'm also like, I don't really care if they're there or not. I just think it's fun to watch. Yeah. The only uh, time I really believed it was we have friends who grew up um, in Pennsylvania in like a really old house and they have some stories. Same. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> our neighbors lived in the old farmhouse that like owned our whole neighborhood. Yeah. And so some of the owners are buried in their backyard. <laughs> no. So they had some stories yeah. growing up. And I'm like, that's crazy. I still don't know if I'm like, believing I know. It. Yeah. I'm like, I believe you, but I'm also like, Yeah, all I have to say, Hannah, is that if I ever tell you I see a ghost or am possessed, you have to believe me. Oh, yeah, I would. Because the people in the horror movies that die first are the ones that don't believe. No, that's the thing is I'm like, I was really young when I was like hearing about those ghost stories. So I feel like now if like... People told me, I'd be like, huh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Like, I would. Ha- it would have more credibility to it. Yeah. I'd be like, let's figure this out. I just always wonder how much of that is, like, people's minds playing tricks on them when you're overtired. It, you for know. sure. And you're ju- you're already, like, wigging yourself out, yeah. too. Yeah. Anyway, super great show if you're looking for something entertaining. Again, not really about ghosts so much. It's just entertainment. Mm-hmm. But I have the Hulu that has commercials, so I've been getting mm-hmm. a lot of commercials. Don't we all? And I'm not rich. It, <laughs> since it is gift giving season, there's a lot of, um, you know, buy your significant other this or like shop for gifts here. And we all know Hulu has like two total ads that they use yeah. for like a it's, year. It's the same five ads I've been seeing this whole month. Five? I feel like that's a treat. The whole month though. I used to be able to recite the like HP, not maybe it wasn't HP, it was like that one. I don't know, the like tablet. It was a creative tablet one oh. and it was like two sisters. And they'd be like, we started our whole business from this oh, tablet. Yeah, I remember that. And I was it just was like, like if a this one. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I see this one more fucking I'm time. Use it. Well, the one that I, that keeps popping up is there's like, every time there's a fucking fragrance commercial. Oh, And yep. at the end they tell you where to buy it. So Macy's. it's like, it's a valent. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Carolina Herrera or Carolina. Carolina. I don't know how you say your yeah. name. And we're like, a Versace or something like anyway, and then it pops up and then it's like, that's the ad, but it's like brought to you by Jason honey yeah. Anyway, Macy's popular because mm-hmm. apparently, I don't know if you knew this, Macy's is the fragrance destination. I did. I did know that. And I want to put a pin in it because I also want to address before we talk about Macy's being the fragrance destination, how weird and abstract fragrance commercials are. Yeah. It's just like some... Some hot person, like wet on a beach or like a boat, breathing heavy and like touching themselves, and then yeah. it's like Versace. <laughs> Did you? And I'm like, know that apparently <laughs> why <laughs> the storyboard of a perfume commercial is supposed to take you through the notes as they hit you in the perfume. That's not true. That's some of them do that, and then some of them are just Johnny Depp playing guitar to wolves <laughs> <laughs> right Wait, like, I want to look up perfume commercials that take you through the notes after this because all I can picture is like what's the Lancome one with um and she just like has diamonds on and walks through a party yeah I don't know that's it that's and I'm like How? Someone, someone said that once and I'm like for some commercials yeah I guess if they're like in a field and then they like go somewhere else but like I think it's mostly just like softcore so. porn yeah <laughs> Trying to elicit something out of me. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I keep seeing Macy's pop up on my radar. I'm like, Macy's is a fragrance destination. I hate Macy's. I n- hardly ever go to Macy's. I beef with Macy's. I don't. I just hate it. Yeah. I think it's the most subpar department store. Yeah. I- Besides like, <laughs> well, Belk oh that, yeah that is one <laughs> belkin um was like i had one in north carolina but i don't know where else they are yeah there's like the local like regional department stores yeah. like up where i am from we had bonton and Boscov's. Ooh, we had mm-hmm. a bell's mm-hmm. yeah yeah but i just think that if there's a fragrance destination that means there's other destinations okay yeah so like what would they be for Macy's specifically? No, if, if Macy's is a fragrance destination, like, is there a destination? Like, what's the shoe destination? That's a good question. What's DSW? the watch destination? Yeah, I don't know. And is it all, be- like, department stores or is it anything? Yeah, it's interesting that Macy's is the fragrance destination because it is a destination for other things, too. Mm-hmm. So, But I think that it's like Sears where they knew they got all their money from people buying appliances. So when they started closing down their stores, they had appliance only. I have a funny story about Sears. Please. Um, When I was in undergrad in my business program, we were studying. um, There was some, like, I don't know, module on customer service. And we were using Nordstrom as an example because they have, like, a really good customer service service. like department Mm -hmm. really good return policy like just really astounding customer service and they had this one case where this really old guy had bought tires from Sears and years and years and years later the Sears turned into a Nordstrom and said old guy brought the tires back to Sears to be returned because they were still under warranty Mm -hmm. and something happened and Nordstrom was like well we're not Sears anymore but they have like a I don't know, really lenient return policy, and they let this old man return his tires to Nordstrom and get money back. Isn't that so funny? Oh, my God. I thought I you'd know. be like, oh, they looked up and they contacted and figured out how no. to like, ship it for Nordstrom him. Nordstrom was just like, we've got this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I know. I thought Crazy. that was really funny. I love it. What that. do we think Nordstrom is? the t- Nordstrom, the destination for tires. Tire destination. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Goodyear's about to have beef with Nordstrom. <laughs> yeah costco the sample destination um goodyear has sponsors the blimp Mm -hmm. in south florida it's the goodyear blimp is national or maybe international other wait blimps yeah i thought there were only like four left in the world in general blimps yeah um yeah yeah but the goodyear blimp travels really yeah its hangar is in florida Yeah, it travels. I've seen it up close. It's really big. It is big. It's really, like, alarmingly large when you see it. Yeah, there's the Goodyear and then MetLife had a blimp. The MetLife was Snoopy. Oh, my God. Remember that? Um, Blimps are fascinating and also scary. Actually, so I know... (laughs) You're about to nerd out on something so hard I can tell. And for, so- is it going to be weather? No, it's okay. just about blimps. <laughs> I thought it was going to be about weather. And I was like, God no, damn it, Hannah. It's just about blimps this time. <laughs> Hannah loves weather facts. But my dad, who also loves weather, is also an aviation person because um, he used to, like, fly Cessnas and whatever. Um and so whenever there's like a blimp or anything cool in the air, you know he nerds out about mm-hmm. it. But with golf tournaments, there's normally a blimp there. Good I could or otherwise. have sworn that blimps were almost extinct. They they're not a popular thing, but they still go around. I'm gonna look up how many blinks are left in the world. Okay. Blinks. Blink. There's 182 <laughs> <laughs> per minute. No. What? What? <laughs> you said there's 182 oh, it because blinks. Oh, 182 blinks. I really thought you were like giving me a blinking statistic. My brain did not go to blink 182 at all. <laughs> anyway. At all. So I grew up knowing, <laughs> looking for blimps like on the TV or like when we go to a golf because I did go to golf tournaments growing up or whatever. Um, and then, I did two internships. Um, were with like the corporate hospitality for a golf association. Mm-hmm. And so when I was at those tournaments, like the blimps would fly over. And one year, normally it's the Goodyear one. So yeah, it's the most popular nowadays. I don't know if MetLife is still flying. I've never even heard of the MetLife blimp. Oh well, As somebody, I'm really partial to the Goodyear blimp. Yeah, somebody with family from New York, I would assume. Yeah, well, I'm loyal to ooh. I'm gonna not finish yeah. that sentence. I was gonna say I'm loyal to Florida, and that's <laughs> not true. <laughs> but the one year there's a new blimp that appeared, and it said PenFed on it, which is like a banking thing. I think it's okay. Um, yeah, it's like like it, Pennsylvania Federal Credit Union. No, it's oh. like I think it was that PenFed. was a pretty good guess. It was like <laughs> Pentagon or something. Like it had to. It, was, like, military-based. Oh. I don't know. Huh? Like like a USAA type deal. Yeah. Okay. how it's, like, associated with, like, federal workers or something. hmm I think it was penbed. Anyway, the blimp went up, Um, and then the blimp went down. It crashed. No. Yeah. Did everyone they... was fine. But the blimp crashed. There was something else unlucky that happened. I feel happened. like would, um, would a crashing blimp go pretty slowly? I don't know. It might look slow, but I bet it feels fast. Yeah, it's pretty scary. Um, it's not another flying fear I need to incorporate There were like into three my... things that happened that year at that tournament. I forget what... I think it was like bad weather or flooding or something. And then um, someone went, took their dad to the tournament and their dad ended up dying in the stands. Just oh like God. watching the game, like the the whole, like natural causes. Wow. It was crazy. I was about to make a joke, but now I feel like I can't because oh no. we're talking about death. I mean, what a way to go. I was going to say, because you were talking about how everything bad happened, mm-hmm. and I was going to be like, was it The Perfect Storm? Oh, no. <laughs> it really was. We were like, this is the most unlucky tournament ever. Um, And we did watch a, The Perfect Storm we the did. other day with um, George Clooners. I love The Perfect Storm, as I think it might have been a book first. I it's would, based on a true story. I could believe that. Um. But it's a, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a movie about this really awful storm that formed off the coast of, um, like, the northeastern United States, like, southeastern Canada. And this fishing boat from, what's it, Gloucester, Massachusetts? Yeah. Got caught in it, and everyone dies. And it's, like, a really sad movie, but... I don't know why I was, like, craving watching it. So we watched it a couple of nights ago. Because it was really rainy the other day. I, I, that must have been why I was thinking about it. I don't know. Also, George Clooney's in it, and he's so hot. Because it's, like, mm-hmm. a young George Clooney. Unreal. Unreal. Uh- <laughs> But Hannah, it was Hannah's first time seeing it, and your take was that the first half of the movie. (laughs) The first half of the movie I thought was really funny. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, the first half of this movie is a comedy. And I warned her that the dialogue is mad tacky. It's so bad. It's hilarious. He's like, this hurricane comes up the east coast and this pressure from Canada swoops down, combines with the nor'easter it'll be perfect storm it's like m- so melodramatic yeah and every like character is a very specific very recognizable archetype yeah like you have like mark Wahlberg and oh yeah the woman who plays and diane lane girl- that's it diane lane plays yeah. his girlfriend and they both have boston accents but they also are like super in love with each other but also physically abusive yeah like she gives him a black eye i'm like, what? yeah Why i mean i guess it was in 2000 but still yeah I love that movie. It is – so I know we talk about my flight trauma a lot. I also have slight boat trauma. Um, Growing up in South Florida, we did a lot of boating. Um, Lucky enough to do, like, big, long long boat trips around the Caribbean when I was growing up. It was amazing. And there was one – nice. There's one scene in The Perfect Storm – I feel like this is, fucking spoiler alert, okay? If you're going to go watch The Perfect Storm, skip the next the five minutes. The second half is what nightmares are, my nightmares are made of. Yeah, sometimes mine as well. But this is about to be a spoiler for the movie, so if you care at all, just skip. You already told everyone that everyone died. Okay, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay, so now you, now you know. Now you know. Anyway, so the captain obviously dies as well. And in the movie, he's like, it's, there's this whole, I guess, sailing tale, whatever, that the captain goes down with the ship. That's like something people used to say happened on the Titanic. Yeah, and I was growing and growing up. I always used to be so paranoid that we would get in a boat accident, and like even if we were rescued, my dad would like have to die Aww. because he was the captain. So there was one summer we were like crossing from Florida to the Bahamas and which isn't that far it's only 60 miles from our port to the first like the closest port in the Bahamas so it's Mm -hmm. not that far on the boat we had at the time it would have taken four hours and halfway through the trip we got caught in a really awful storm that was like unexpectedly made a u-turn it was awful it was very traumatizing and I was most traumatized because I thought I my dad was gonna die and like I remember like voicing this to my mom, and I was really young. I think I was eight, and she was like laughing at me because it was so ridiculous of like me just being this little kid. Like, yeah, you don't understand. Yeah, and I didn't get that it wasn't like a rule. Yeah, (laughs) like an like a a cardinal sin. and also my dad got rescued with us. Like, captaining the boat, but he's not going to go down with the ship. Yeah, he's a dad, and it was it's a private craft. Yeah. So he's not technically a captain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we were fine. We all made it out safely, <laughs> but that movie is like the root of my boat trauma too. Oh my god. Which is is much less than my flight trauma. I would one time actually coming back from the Bahamas, my mom and I flew. This is when I was like 18 and we had just like a small like um recreation boat basically. And my dad had taken it over with some of his buddies so that we had something to like putts around in when we were staying on the island. And um, my mom and I got caught in a really bad storm flying back, and it was like awful. Mm. Like everyone was, the flight attendants were crying. That's when you know, yikes! It was so bad. Our thirty-minute flight ended up taking almost three hours. Like it was just awful. And when we got home, my dad had come through the same storm in that tiny boat. And I was like, I would have fucking rather been with you than in the air. And that's like my my difference in how scared I am of flying versus being on a boat. That's, yeah. I mean, I just see how big the waves actually are in general. And I'm like, I don't ever want to have to be in a situation where I encounter that. Yeah, when we were in that storm, the um, waves were only like twelve to fifteen feet. In the Perfect Storm movie, like they're pro and and like um, was that one show, The Deadliest Catch? Oh yeah. Where the where is that like up in Alaska, the Bering I think Strait? So. Yeah, oh, it's all coming back Cause to me they're now. Doing, like salmon and stuff. These are like hundred foot waves. Yeah, like I can't even wrap my head in the North like, Sea. Are you on North Sea TikTok? Oh yeah. What the fuck is up in the North Sea? Even seeing, like, the waves that people are surfing off the coast of Portugal. Yes. Because there was, like, the one, like place where some of the biggest waves come in because there's like a canyon underneath it's like the biggest surfing whatever in the world yeah yeah so it's like those waves are massive and Mm -hmm. like people stand on like the cliffs and watch people surf yeah and I was like I don't even think I could watch that in person like that makes me so anxious there's a wave in Tahiti that um the current or like what's it called the undertow is so strong that when the like Energy sucks out to create the wave that's going to then roll into the shore. When you're surfing it, a lot of times you're looking down on land oh, because no. it pulls the water out so far. And it's, like, one of the most dangerous places to surf because Absolutely of that. Because if you fall, you're basically, like, crashing onto coral. I've done that enough times, boogie boarding off the coast of <laughs> yeah. Delaware. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on, like, a two-foot wave. Same. I know. I don't want to do that. It's crazy. Yikes. I'm Ugh. not – I don't, like, think of myself as someone that's scared of the ocean, but, like, maybe I should be. Like, those – there are people, everyone, on a – Nine-month fucking cruise right now. Thank you. Yes. um, (laughs) This is my new passion project, is finding everything out about the Royal Caribbean's nine-month world cruise. Where? Okay. I don't know anything about it, besides the fact that it's nine months. Yeah. So they left. I think it's been a legitimate one week now that they've been out at sea. I can't wait for my whole TikTok to be about this now that we're talking about it. They sail around the world, technically. So they started... I think, in the Caribbean. Okay. And then Mm -hmm. I don't know how far south they're going. Like, I don't think they're going to take the the Panama Canal Canal, or if they're going to go all the way down to the I was going to say, because, like, going around the tip of, is it, I think it's South America. Mm Mm-hmm. Not South Africa. I think it's going around the tip of South, South America. America. Okay. It's, like, one of the most dangerous, mm-hmm. like, nautical navigation yeah. in the it's world. it's really tough. Or if not the most,
1: yeah, besides it's the North Anar- Sea. Because <laughs> it's Antarctic. Yeah.
0: Um. And, yeah. And so I don't know what the actual, uh, you know, map is. Yeah. People have shared the itinerary, so you I kind of get an idea so of, interested. like, where they're stopping. Yeah. But, like, I know they'll stop in, like, L.A., because then they're, like, you can get off in the ship and, like, go home. <laughs> Maybe. I would go, go home. And, like, people are, like, oh, because they have a pharmacy <laughs> on board. But pe- yeah, for some basic prescriptions, I guess if you have to get, like, antibiotics. But for people who, like, need specific insulin or something yeah. or like a specific like drug that's such like, a long time they had to get as much as they could but they're like when you get on land like you can always order more to be delivered there or something um my question there's so much i know here what if you get pregnant so that's the other thing people are like <laughs> there's a chance that people could be getting on the not boat right now that don't know they're already pregnant yeah and the other thing is like this is a like, people from all over are going on this cruise. Like, there is a couple from South Africa vlogging everything. Oh, my God. And, like, people are, like, working from home, like, on the ship. They have, like, a business center. Honestly, Everything's that's all included slay. except for, like, a few, like, beverage things. Like, there's a Starbucks I don't think is included. How much money is it? People said that there – for, I think, maybe an inner room with no window is, like, sixty to 70000 for nine Damn. months. Damn. I feel like it would have been more. I don't know. That's like that sounds like the the small ends. People are being very reluctant of telling how much they spent.
1: They've been planning this apparently.
0: I'm like, oh my god, just- what if everyone gets a norovirus? I'm like, the possibilities. There's 700 people on this boat. The possibilities for things to go so fucking wrong. Yeah okay Unreal. so here's what i've gathered <laughs> okay so um <laughs> this is so like, the whole prescription is an thing podcast. is like wild yeah you have 700 people i don't know if that includes all of the staff and like workers and everything okay um you have like people have rooms that don't have a window yeah I, that's what you're in for the nine months. one cruise i went on in college my senior year spring break was five days five nights i think something like that um just to Labadee, which is the Royal Caribbean's like owned island off of mm-hmm. Haiti, which really made my moral compass go fucking nuts. But regardless, that and then Key West, which was really mm-hmm. fun because it was on St. Patty's Day, but I had an internal room and I'm a nauseous bitch, regardless of whether or not I'm on a boat. Yeah. And it wasn't fun for me yeah it it just doesn't sound fun in general and to be on there for nine months of your life that's crazy
1: but yeah so then you
0: have people that could be pregnant that don't know that get on this boat and like you could potentially be leaving that boat with a baby yeah or like having to you could have the baby on board do they have the resources I don't know but like what if you can't get like like flown out like I guess at some ports they could have like fly people out or something I know that um maritime law is really is completely different than Correct. like our laws and if you're in international water right yeah. so that's my question if you let's say like you're at i don't know lisbon on this boat and you have your baby okay i don't know that's uh, so interesting unknown anyway so that's one part the other part is normally ships cruise ships have a morgue yeah. on them have a what a morgue okay because oh sometimes God. you think about just think about how many senior citizens go on cruises. I just can't you know like guess. something's things are gonna happen. If you like cruises, block me. I <laughs> fucking hate the entire concept of them from start to finish. And to think that there's just a room with dead bodies because these old people just wait it gets better because it doesn't i mean it doesn't have to be old people but it's (laughs) something can happen right anything can happen um so here's what somebody brought up on tiktok the other day is like what happens if you go on a cruise with your partner okay and they die but you there's like several days where they're at sea not port like in the middle of the pacific ocean no port okay what the fuck happens? So what do you they mean, go what into happens? the morgue, the dead bodies in the morgue, and you're on this cruise still. And then, like, I think you can keep a dead body in a morgue for like one, maybe two weeks. Okay. Like, it can't stay in the morgue for the whole nine. I know, months. but why? what's specific to them being partners? What if it's your loved one? Oh, just anyone. Yeah, I thought it was gonna like, be you a travel story with, about you just travel with someone. What happens if they die? Yeah, I mean, that and then you're you're on this cruise ship, this all inclusive cruise ship. Do you stay like <laughs> do, you stay, do you do you stay, stay and have a good time? do you time? still do your skincare routine <laughs> yesterday? <laughs> do you listen to music on the way? Do home? you um, go to the free food buffet yeah, at eleven p.m. But that's it's like even st- they were saying that again when they get to a port or they could have somebody like maybe a helicopter or something come and like air evac the yeah. body and the person. But then it's like again you've paid at least sixty to seventy thousand dollars for the basic package. No. And like you're, and but before they can do that, you're here on this party boat, yeah, with your loved one just on a deck below, yeah, in the morgue. That's awful, isn't that shitty? Um, I did see one other thing was there is a day when they want to take because they have excursions that are planned, which you have to opt into, mm -hmm. so that's additional money. Holy shit. So, oh, yeah. So the excursions aren't included, just the food and drink and stuff. <laughs> I haven't been on enough cruises to know if that's normal or not. I don't know. Ours were just, like, go into town. No. So there was one where they were going to take them to, like, I think they were going to, like, port in, like, India or something. Mm-hmm. And then, like, or go to, like, the Great Wall or somewhere. So they cross like they the Pacific Ocean? Yeah. Oh, fuck like that yeah uh, i don't even they listen. like leave la and then they'll stop at a few places but there's know not a lot i out just there. described my flight trauma in depth but i do not even want to fly over the pacific let alone be trapped in a cruise ship for god fucking knows how long that would take mm-hmm. oh my god well so if they they have one of these excursions it's like inland like i don't know if it's like you know, go to like Everest base camp or like the Great Wall or whatever. 30 minutes of this podcast is going to be on this fucking No, but cruise. the crazy thing is like, it's like a 40 hour drive or something. So they're like, are they going to port what? and then have people board a flight? Like, how are they getting them What into the middle <laughs> of the Asian continent? Oh my god. To do this excursion. Like the logistics that go into this is also insane. Oh my God. It's like fire festival. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so like you go you basically go from like having like a whole week plus of just being at sea, no port. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like going on all these excursions in the middle of these countries. Ugh. And then they sail to Europe where they're like Every day, yeah, because it's so small. Yeah, dude, people probably have weird fucking orgies on these things. I'm sure. Are you on that side of TikTok yet? I have seen some.
1: I I don't want to
0: be there. I feel like this sounds like a swinger's like fucking dream and a serial killer's. Oh my god, Anna! Sorry, I'm also (laughs) on that side of TikTok. Can't be that big. No, but it. This is someone's perfect storm. Oh my god. Um, just saying somebody, somebody else brought this up on TikTok. not me, but they were like, if you're in international waters, you are committing crime. Oh my. You want a 700 person God. specific area. Oh it's hard to run. God. Also people are like, what if you do hook up with somebody or your spouse and you like someone cheats or something, you're still stuck on this sp- boat it's yeah. only 700 people You're gonna I run really into people. don't like being somewhere I can't easily get out of <sighs> I'm not claustrophobic like it's not a small area thing it's like not like I'm the type of person where when I sit at a restaurant I have to face the door yeah at all times I can't sit with my back to the door I have to face the door I don't know what no I feel about the me, same but... way cruises give me a lot of anxiety because yeah. I'm like that is so many people in such a small space yeah. and there's no easy escape No, I hate I went on one. I hated it. I like thought that it had to do with growing up boating and having more freedom and feeling safer because I was like with my family. But this was just it was so bad. I've it was never so... been on a cruise, and I've never wanted to. Yeah. I, we had an internal room. I was, like, bunking with four, three other girls who all snored so bad. Love oh. you guys. But you know I didn't sleep the whole time. to me And I just didn't sleep. And I had the weirdest um, skin, like, condition where I was figuring out at the time why I would break out at really specific times. The sunscreen. Yeah. And it ended up, um, for any of – the people listening to this who have maybe an untreated acne like issue going on that they can't figure out. Mine was an allergy to sunscreen, which is really fucked up, you know, because all we want to do is protect our skin with sunscreen. But the good news is it doesn't react to mineral sunscreen, only chemical. And it's gotten a lot better. Mm -hmm. But I had one of my worst breakouts of my life on this cruise and anyone who's had skin problems knows that it's just like the root of your self-esteem. Yeah. And so I felt miserable. I wasn't sleeping like, oh my God, it hurt. My skin hurt so bad. And then I, we were in the sun cause we we're in the Caribbean and I was like, I got to put fucking sunscreen on my skin. It's reacting badly to sunscreen. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't, don't sound fun. But no. I, I do hope that other than the people individually documenting on social media, Like I want there to be a documentary made. People were asking for a reality show. Is this the first one ever? I think so. I'm I can't wait to look up like the one that's I think of this like scale, basically. I wanna I wanna see the like map. So bad. Yeah. Again, I've seen like screenshots of the itineraries, but I mean just the drama that's gonna go on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I wonder how many men on the that's what I'm saying. Like, imagine the drama with like if you're dating someone or you're married and like somebody meets yeah. someone and cheats or whatever. <sighs> yeah. Like you never know when you're just gonna be at a at a bar and then you meet the <laughs> second love of your life. <laughs> Who's to say? Should we um I love whenever we finish talking about things that aren't men and then we're just like, should we talk about men now? Yeah, no, this is it. Um, I have a story that came out, okay, um, of my life recently. That I want to talk about. Okay. So I we were, we were at this little group setting with friends that we see probably like once a quarter, mm-hmm. and lo- darling friends. That doesn't mean that Love we're not them. close. Love them very much. We're but, all just super busy. Um, busy different friend groups, what have you. Go to this holiday party, and someone there, um, with someone that I have had you know relations with in the past. Bonk. Yeah, and, you know, chit-chat, say hello, whatever. No intentions to... It's always been friendly and casual. Yeah, like, there's never been the any most issues. casual. Yeah. Um, never been weird, whatever. Um, as the night goes on, our friend who is hosting gets, like, drunk. And he's not really one to be serious ever. Especially when he's drinking. Especially <laughs> when he's drinking. And he, like, pulls me aside, and he's like, Kimmy, I have to tell you. You can never hook up with him again. And I was like, well, I wasn't planning on it, but, what? like, what is going on? And he was just like, this guy has been, like, screaming from the rooftops that he thinks he can do better than you. He, like, I don't know, just really thinks that he's like, the cat's meow and you're worthless and all this stuff. And I'm just sitting there with my jaw on the fucking ground because – not to be a dick, but, like, okay, He's no, gross. this guy was charity, everyone. He's gross. I was it surprised when was... you did it the first time, but then knowing context, I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, like, am mortified because I'm like, wh- what is he? Yeah, like, our friend was like, I love you. Don't do it. Yeah, and he got so serious. He was like, I love you. I respect you. You can never hook up with him again. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay. I wasn't planning on it. So I, I bring can. it up to that friend's girlfriend later in the night and i was like girl you are not gonna believe what so and so said about me he thinks he can do better than me and she just starts laughing and i was like i love you so much (laughs) like being such a girl's girl and then she goes on to explain that he said that apparently i was sending him signals of like wanting something more than what we had and i just fucking lost my mind because you guys The last time I left this man's apartment, I dapped him up. I was like, and I came back and I was like, it's so nice. It's transactional. It's not cute. It's not romantic. It's like what I need. It's like I didn't have his number. We've known each other for six years didn't have his number I had to contact our mutual friend to booty call him that night that's true and it I was... didn't let him follow me on Instagram for five years because I hated him so much it's just had to get it. hear that he's been saying these things about me I was so like I, I don't have a reason to be mortified but it felt so icky like hearing that someone you have hooked up with, like this calendar year yeah talking shit about you is the grossest fucking feeling in the world it's also gross because he is so like gross and honestly undesirable in many aspects (laughs) (laughs) that i'm just like you are barely scraping the surface of getting laid in general yeah like how can you have this shitty attitude ew ew! and now I'm just thinking back to that night when like we didn't really talk because it was like a busy night and I'm like ew was he like avoiding me because he thought I was gonna like ask him to marry me I don't know I'm just, like what the fuck you were gonna give him a chocolate bar yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh there's some context for men. our friends listening. I hate men yeah um so I will never be speaking to this person again. Oh, God. I just, dude, it's like the attitude thing for me with guys where I'm like, you know, like you might be cool or whatever, but like you don't deserve everything that I have to offer. But, you know, like if you have a good personality, that makes up for like a lot of stuff. Yeah. But like when you have a shitty attitude and a shitty personality, I'm like, this isn't even worth it. No, no, not at all. It just, yeah, it made me feel like, yeah, yeah. God. A million times over. I hate men. They're so dramatic. Yeah, they really are. I love. <laughs> I this is also relevant to some things that have been going on this week, but I've talked about it before. I've just like, and I've talked about it with my therapist because I had to do some <laughs> healing from this. But like men, when they're being dramatic, and then yeah. but they make it so that they're not actually taking responsibility because they're like. I can't believe I would do this. Like, I'm the worst person ever. Like, I, I should just go kill myself. Yeah. And you're like, uh, no, stupid, don't do that. Stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> Stupid, like hitting yeah, their head hitting against the wall. Uh, uh, uh. such an hit. And, like, back in, like, college and before that, I was, like, you know, the empath in me was, like, oh, no, like, don't feel bad about yourself. Yeah. Or I hate the, like, I can't believe I let myself hurt you. Yeah. Ugh. I can't believe I'm such such a shitty person. I don't deserve you. Yeah. Like, I don't deserve this attention. Like, I don't deserve to be talking to you right now. And you're, yeah. like, no, like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Like. We'll figure it out. Now it's just like that TikTok sound. It's like, he gave me the ew, (laughs) (laughs) Like that sound. Yeah. 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 No, I fucking hate it when they're like, they like gaslight you to feel like, and and like that now they're the ones that are upset and you're not. And I'm just like, but now I'm so hyper aware of it that anytime a man is like, I'm sorry I was having a bad day so I didn't do this. I'm like, I don't care that you had a bad day. It's not about you right now. I know, I've been trying to feel... Which maybe is to my detriment, but... (laughs) I've been trying to feel less bad, like, I guess. Yeah, Which is not easy when I, like, you like someone, because I'm like... Yeah. I'm just trying to, like, put my fucking foot down sometimes, and it's hard. And speaking of, I, (laughs) like, I've noted this, because I've had to send some, like, very communication-heavy things lately (laughs) via text um and i (laughs) like this feeling after you hit send and you like shake
1: do you get
0: that yeah like the i call them the drama shakes yeah and like my whole body i i'm like so filled to the brim with anxiety that it just like releases and like literal trembles yeah i feel it like right in my like gut diaphragm yeah and then like in like my hands and arms yeah Mm -hmm. i like Literal, tr- literally tremble. Yeah, I can't do anything. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, find something. Stay busy now. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, how can I distract myself? i got to go on a walk for eight hours. Phone so you on, do later. not disturb. <laughs> Phone on, do not yeah. disturb. I'm not even bringing it with me on my eight-hour walk. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. You guys can guess my location. Use a map. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good times. Yeah. No, I hate men. They're so stupid. Yeah. Um, They are. Not all men. I'm sorry. I just get really dramatic about it. Due to past trauma. <laughs> Same. I was talking to my therapist about like this like fear that I have in relationships. And she was like, why do you think that like that's going to happen? And I was like, <laughs> because it happens every fucking time. Because it has happened and it's validated everything with me. Because it has happened. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Well, should we wrap this one up? Yeah, I guess we could. Yeah, we're going to explore some different formats and some new things in the new year. Yeah, I look uh, forward to it. We'll see what happens, but appreciate your patience as we worked with our schedules around the holiday (laughs) season. (laughs) And really, Hannah and I just being lazy and being like, I really don't want to record today. This episode's going to go out late. (laughs) we have stuff going on. Yeah, we well, yeah, we do. We do be having some things happening. It's all right. Yeah. We'll figure it out. And, um... Cheers to a a healthy new year, and I hope you uh, achieve what you need to achieve. Yeah.
1: All right. We will see you
0: in episode 14 in 2024. Bye, stupid idiots. Bye. Bye.